Boy, it feels like the blink of an eye, but this is the end of the eighth season of Hot Lunch. I know it feels like it's been, it was years before, but this has been, this season itself has been seconds. But join us for the season finale of season eight. That means episode 90 of Hot Lunch with our very special guest, Paul Dillon, coming up right now. Is this a fire drill? No, you stupid kid. It's time for lunch. Hot lunch. I'm Casey Strain, and this is Hot Lunch, where I take you to all the hot places for lunch. They're still here. The audience has come back. The live studio audience comes back every time. <laughs> Never fails. They're more punctual, more punctual, consistent than we are. This is hot lunch. <laughs> Norman's, Norman's getting the dust out of his brain. Uh, <laughs> this is hot lunch. Like. This is Hot Lunch. I'm Casey Strain in the studio with the Taste Buds, Norman and Luis. Hello. And um, I don't know. I don't think I'm on. Yeah, you are. Oh, okay. We just turned you down. Yeah. Oh, I see. (laughs) Give us a check one, two, uh, Luis. No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Luis. Hello. Hello. There you go. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) Calling in from the space shuttle. (laughs) A little long distance here. Went around the backside of Mars for a second, but he's back. Uh, We have uh, we have a special guest in on Hot Lunch today. It's he's here to legitimize the podcast. I, I right. did with a burp <laughs> right <laughs> during the intro song. I'm not yeah, sure if you caught that. I wanted to set the tone. Yeah, that burp will actually be on every episode theme from now on. Yeah, I think you've added. Forward. My, mm-hmm. gift, my gift to you. <laughs> Thank I you. wanted to provide a nice little burp drop <laughs> for your future episodes. <laughs> put your maker's mark drop. on the, yeah. burp drop. <laughs> the episode. Burp drop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I try and do it without, it sounds like Tim Allen. It's like, uh, it's like that was more of like a a baby burp. Well, if you can do, if you can like conjure up one that's like full bore, we uh, will record it, and it'll be just in the intro for get, all to get hear. me a, a a can of Lacroix, and I will. Um, burp, burp to your hearts again. Yeah. Well, you won my vote. I think, I think we can end. Uh, we can end the episode right there. <laughs> Off to a great start. Uh, Paul Dillon is on the podcast, a current candidate for Spokane City Council. Oh, yeah, that's right. District Didn't, 2. District position 1. Position 1. You got mm. it. I did some homework. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Five minutes before. What's he running for? I thought it was uh, I saw, no, no. I, I didn't even look it up. It was, there was just one of your signs was out on the. Oh, yeah. On the street. <laughs> and I read it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. On the way here. I'm glad the sign it's made actually, you stop and, and think. It's actually right outside my front door. So. Oh, 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 baby. Yeah. Oh, thank you. 
That's so sweet. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean, over. <laughs> doesn't mean you have my vote yet. Though. Oh, <laughs> just, it's just usually how it works. That's it. By the end of today's episode of Hot Lunch, will Paul win Casey's vote? Uh, he's close. Put up a yard <laughs> sign, just, work backward. Just, need more burps. <laughs> We're good. How many burps can you get me? Yeah. <laughs> I want, if I can get a dozen burps from you on the podcast, that would make you the every man that I would vote for. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I only hope so. It's a guy I want to have a beer with just so he'll burp <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Uh, Casey went wow, to another we're, room. Okay. I, <laughs> we're back. I'm back from from space. Uh, but how, Paul, how, how was it? I'll tell you. Uh, for you, it was probably instantaneous, but <laughs> it's been 20 years for me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you know how light years work? It was like that, yeah. but <laughs> it's actually fast because, <laughs> like, you know, space travel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like space, <laughs> fucking Einstein, man. <laughs> read, read a book. <laughs> no, space was cool. Um, nice. Not much for restaurants out there, though. Like, not a lot of drive-throughs. No. Yeah. In the, in the milk, I know that we're our galaxy is called the Milky Way, but there's just not much. <laughs> Not much as far as dairy products go. No Sonic Burger. Yeah. No, no, man, not, not no even a Frosty. Queen? Can't even find a Frosty out there. Yeah. <laughs> Space sucks. Dairy Queens just step up their game. Yeah. yeah. Grill and chill. Do it. Yeah. Uh, it was weird, though. There's Taco John's everywhere in space. <laughs> <laughs> in space, there's a lot of... Uh, you, can't find, you can't find them here. There's only in, one in Spokane. In space, there's a lot of uh, Bonfire Grill, like the Maverick gas stations in space. They're yeah, everywhere. So, it's all the old <laughs> It's all the old restaurant chains that aren't around anymore. <laughs> That's what's up there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like a Village Inn. There's a couple of Village Inns out there. Floating yeah. around. Some Mitzels, some Pietro's Pizza. Yeah. Old um, aliens. Pete, a lot of old aliens pizza? working them. <laughs> old grizzled aliens, chain smoking. They're like, <laughs> that's my old alien impression. I think I think just from this conversation, you've won the election. Oh, thank yes. you. Yeah, yeah. These debates are going to be amazing. Yeah, let me so, check the really numbers real quick. For a loop. <laughs> yep. So during We're, your your it's working your term, will you be adding a lot of restaurants to Spokane? I would hope so. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that that was on the will there agenda. Be a, I mean, I am a uh, voracious eater. Yeah. So I I would I think we are. It seems like Spokane is opening more restaurants. Like even through the pandemic, we've seen so many more open. So we have more options and that's good for the future of hot lunch yeah. and uh, the taste buds. <laughs> Do you guys ever call each other taste buddies? Do you just like taste? I like taste buds. But yeah. Taste buds yeah. is what we landed on. Yeah. But yeah. yes. The only, <laughs> we only call each other taste buddies whenever we're talking seriously to each other. Yeah, when, some, when someone's messed up, if someone's messed up enough times, All we right, have to listen, to taste buddy. To pull Norman aside, and look, come here, taste buddy. Let's, we're not let's going play. with. We're not erring on side of brevity here. All right, we're all going right, taste buddy. Taste, taste buddy. But yes, listen. yes to more restaurants. <laughs> uh, Spokane had like the world record for what? There's one problem though. There was no village inn in town. There used mm. to be. Oh, used to be. 
Dang. Paul Dillon, right now. Yes. Will you <laughs> make the promise <laughs> to at least send an e- one email to the people at, at Village Inn? To Dr. Village. <laughs> Dr. Village. I promise you, <laughs> I will follow through on this request. <laughs> I will do my best. I know, there's big, I know there's bigger issues. There are, but, but you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to be responsive to my constituents, mm-hmm. especially, you know, one who has a, a yard sign. Um, and is, <laughs> um, okay. obviously, you know, this is, uh, nothing performative and I, I really, truly, yeah. I will follow. I will okay. Follow I should, yeah. I should come clean to you. I, there is a yard sign outside my front door, but it's my landlord's oh. and it was there when I moved in. Well, and I, <laughs> that's a twist. <laughs> I am not going to email them. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> well, Casey, you, you messed well, it all well, up. All right. No, we don't get Village Inn. Yeah. No. I was looking forward that's, to that. <laughs> Village Inn is That's canceled. my fault. That's my fault, Spokane. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad you're able to inherit it at least, and I appreciate the landlord's support. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you know who they are, but um, or you would, I would, I'm not going to say their name on the podcast because... I don't have their consent. <laughs> yeah, and they're probably listening right yeah. now going, God damn it. I don't want my name mentioned in this. The Village Inn, are you kidding me? <laughs> I want a Denny's. Yeah, oh, we have Denny's. Yeah, we do. Okay, um, will you finish what you were saying, the world record for, like, what? Yeah, I think, if, I think most people who are... <laughs> Lived in Spokane in like the 90s. There used to be the world record for the number, like the number of restaurants per square mile or something like that. Wow. What? Um, and it was on Divi- or on one street. I think maybe Divi- it was one yes, street. That is true. I've heard that as well. I think well. Yeah. Division Street had like the most restaurants per mile or something. Yeah. yeah. For a while. That's probably not true anymore, but I remember that. <laughs> No. Almost being like a claim to fame. <laughs> You're supposed to wear it with pride. <laughs> Every quarter mile you go, you've got another. It's like in the Guinness Book of World Records and no one cares. <laughs> yeah. Much like all the other records in the Guinness Book of well, World think Records. It's like, but think about that for a second. It starts at Dick's. Okay. So if you're starting on division yeah. and then where would it end? Where does, how far uh, would you go? What's the barbecue? Longhorn barbecue or Twigs Bistro. Isn't that still yeah. division? All the way yeah. out until it turns into the freeway. So you could do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, that is a lot of <laughs> You know, it could also, you could add to this, like, reclaim this world record by eating division. Just eating your <laughs> Just way eat. from oh. south to north. Start at Dick's. Work your way up. Quarter mile at a time. And like, it's like the opposite Paul, of Fast and Furious. You Paul know, he's like, live your life a quarter mile at a time. Like, live your life <laughs> a quarter pounder at a time. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I wonder how long you'd last, like, physically <laughs> physically before you died from yeah, that. Yeah, so, so would it be like you would have to you, – you would never have to go – you couldn't go home. You'd have to, like, sleep on division. So you'd eat, like, however, however many meals you could make. You'd walk that far. And then you fall asleep after you <laughs> eat wa- you're for the whole day. It? Yeah. You walk all of division and you have to eat at every restaurant along the yeah. way. It's a marathon, not think, a race for sure. Yeah. I think that you could set up. <laughs> be like stuck in the strip mall parking yeah. lots for like a week. <laughs> I think you could set up a, I think you could set up a system of checkpoints 
where someone has an RV every you know half, oh, yeah. half mile. No, I like. That. I mean, the so park, you can, like sleep overnight. There's plenty of parking. <laughs> yeah, you know, they do with like how like mountain climbers have different have like their base camp, but then they're going up. They're like, we're going up to Camp Six. This no, I think this night. this could be like the new Pacific Crest Trail. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really good. Like, re reclaim the title Wild, and you know, <laughs> head, head up north through Division, eating your way up. Yeah, uh, yeah, eating, and there could be your dreams. There could be a documentary. I, I think. think so. Oh yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, somebody pull their phone out and start taking video now because we, <laughs> uh, we need to get the footage. So yeah, Spokane is the place America's new foodie town, and it started. There are fifteen wineries within walking distance of one another, and that's where they started oh. investigating. Anyway. Um, <laughs> It, hold on. <laughs> it goes up against cities like New York, Chicago, Seattle, Washington, D.C., Boston, and San Francisco. That's, for mm. being Spokane, mm -hmm. that's pretty. That's their heavy hitters. Yeah. Major leagues, baby. <laughs> Big leagues. We made it. That's, we did it. We are up against we had them. We had the, the expo <laughs> in 74, <laughs> and now we got the foodie. <laughs> 50 years later, we have... The foodie, what is it called? The foodie, uh, uh, the foodie town. New it's foodie the, town? America's biggest new food destination. Oh, wow. The Spokane. What's the, do you think? What's this article from the Spokesman Review? No, it's from oh. Creme, Creme 2. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. No bias whatsoever. <laughs> do, you, do you think that, because, you know, with all those cities, I mean, you know, you think of like discernible or regional cuisine. Do you think Spokane has some some discernible like some some food that we have here that is fry sauce mm, fry sauce okay well yeah that yeah. has been actually something we've talked we've, about it then, <laughs> we've yeah. discussed this on hot lunch before oh well uh, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm not that episode. Episode. Yeah. you're like i've been a little busy lately <laughs> no and you know what we're we're happy to talk about it and we're happy to educate the people on uh spokane fry sauce and the and its importance and it origin that's origins. a good one though, because when I did yeah. show someone fry sauce, they're like, "Wait, what? You do? Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah. Which What's I didn't that? know that was weird because I grew up here. So yeah. when I like, I don't know, when people were like, "Wait, fry sauce? What a minute! Wait a minute!" I was like, "That was definitely that's me. nothing." <laughs> you didn't uh, know what fry sauce? Fry sauce like is before. just like, like ketchup. Yeah, ketchup that's a new, and mustard. New word for ketchup? I'll take <laughs> some fry sauce. It's like these, these fucking weirdos up here called ketchup fry sauce. It's got a little bit of a pinkish hue. Yeah. What, what is that? Yeah. Uh, I also think tartar sauce is one that someone, multiple people I've talked to, they say you can tell someone's from either Spokane or like in the Northwest. Mm. Because like when you're way, if you're like on the other side of the country and somebody tries to get tartar sauce with their fries, like you can't. No, they, it's not a thing. My father would tell my brother and I many tall tales. And one of them was that he started the trend of people dipping their French fries in tartar sauce and that he had traveled to Europe and brought that back and that no one did it in America before he did. <laughs> and we believed him and we told people that at school and they were like, shut up. It's like <laughs> not true, <laughs> but for a long time he had me going, the, and then I saw more people doing it, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, 
yeah, he was he was pulling my. You pulling saw my another leg. family doing it, and the yeah. and the dad was saying that was telling the same story. <laughs> the nice table. Exactly. I started this. You know, I I went to Italy, <laughs> came back and. Uh, started dipping my fry sauce in, or dipping my French fries in tartar sauce. No one was doing that before. <laughs> I went to Italy, yeah. and I just started following what they do, like they just dipping my spaghetti noodles in tomato <laughs> sauce, and I brought that back. No one was doing it before. You know, I went. <laughs> Haven't you seen the Sopranos? <laughs> you know, I went to Italy, and I actually, when I came back, um, I was the first person to start putting ranch on pizza. <laughs> I knew it. You brought. Back. I went and I and I learned their food and I learned their culture and I thought, mm. how how can we make this better? That's like that's like Luis Luis's story of being on tour and the guy, the roadie guy or whatever. Oh, uh, the, from Italy. Oh, this is this is the local cuisine. Yeah, yeah. He's like. I was, volunteered to make everybody dinner yeah it's like oh this is what we eat here this is our local cuisine this is so good and delicious it is lasagna (laughs) 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 okay (laughs) but then did you say that like other people on the crew knew him and they're like he's never left yeah (laughs) they're like oh sorry about that he's never left his his village like (laughs) He's never left his village and he doesn't have any TV internet here, or TV. It's like, it's I like, swear it was, it, it had to have been like a joke, but no, they were like, no, he's, he's very serious. About Can you this. imagine serious, what would happen cuisine. if that guy had like, had Instagram for a second and saw the wild food porn videos that people make of like crazy different lasagnas? <laughs> You know, what if he yeah. saw that? His mind would be blown. He'd be like, no, no, no. no. Just, <laughs> stop, no. stop, stop. No. It's too Not much. True. It's too much. Uh, we have we have more to talk to Paul Dillon about, but um, and we have to talk about our visit to Indigenous, Indigenous Eats, one of Paul's favorite spots it. in town. Yeah. But we're going to take a quick break uh, for just a minute or two. And we'll be back with more Hot Lunch and more Paul Dillon. This episode is brought to you by Nido Burrito and the Baby Bar in downtown Spokane, Washington. Uh, Go see them. Get some food. Get some drinks. Open late night and all kinds of shows from rock and roll to comedy to poetry. Go find them at at, at nido.babybar on Instagram. Again, brought to you by Nito Burrito and the Baby Bar. Yes, we're back for more hot lunch. Uh, Paul Dillon's in the house talking about, well, trying to talk about his campaign, but we're not letting him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you just, you're just sharing a story with us off, off mic about the last time you were on. I don't, I don't know if it was hot lunch. It was just. It was the baloney yeah, radio takeover. <laughs> At the studio. And I was driving in a thunderstorm. I'd had tickets to go see Bob Dylan, and we were pretending that he was my father. <laughs> and I had had COVID, and I had tickets for the Spokane show, which apparently was terrible. Like, they never uh, turned down the house lights, so it was, like, bright the whole time. 
and he was like really confused and people were like getting up and they weren't sure if like the show was starting or not. And so I had tickets for that and I'd, it was like the last day I had COVID, like the little bar was like barely there. It was kind of fading. And the next day he was playing a show in uh, Kennewick and I took my COVID test that morning. It was clear and I got my ticket and I drove down there and on the way we had a delightful, uh, you know, spanning conversation like we have in now, very free form about <laughs> Father Bob. Um, and it was an amazing show. I mean, he, to me, there's all these different iterations of Bob. You know, there's people that worship him no matter what he does. And then there's people that are just like, ugh, it's like nails on a chalkboard, overrated, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but I mean, he played at the rodeo grounds in Kennewick which uh, was a very appropriate venue for him. He was wearing this like sequined kind of suit. They confiscated all our phones before the show and put them in these like lock bags that you couldn't get. There'd only been one other show I'd ever been to that did that before. And he played for, uh, gosh, about an hour and 40 minutes. And I love his last album, uh, Rough and Rowdy Ways. I think it's amazing. Uh, but he reworks a lot of his older songs so people mm. can't recognize them. They're like, wait, what? what is that? You know, is yeah. that like a Rolling Stone? And <laughs> true to form, I, a large group of people just walked out of the show. Wow. <laughs> like three mm. songs in, four songs, some people saying like, play the hits, Bob. <laughs> And it's oh, like man. people have been doing like for 60 years he's been hearing this and yeah. still just goes out there and is like, eh, well, yeah, eh, here I go. <laughs> yeah. And I really admire and respect yeah. that, you know, yeah. like that's really cool. And he's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, just people, people need some fresh air, I guess. Well, they bought a ticket, so eh, take yeah. your phone. <laughs> Yeah. It was so awesome. how, what was this? I'm curious what the system was like to get your phone back. Was it like a coat check sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I was actually nervous about that. Yeah. Um, um, not because of any like, you know, scandalous photos on, on my phone or anything like that, but like what <laughs> happened if I got someone if else's got someone phone up, yeah, or, totally. you know, and, uh, you know, I got a lot of apps on there supporting me, you know, I would like, how am I going to Uber out of this place once the show's over? Yeah. It's like, I hit your ride with Bob to the city. Like, that'd be awesome. But yeah, it, it's a, it was like in this little, uh, pouch that had these like locks on it. And it was like a coat check and, uh, people were panicked. They were like, you know, running to get their phone. I imagine what it would have been like people running to see Bob back in like the sixties. This man's like running, running out of the reverse. They're just like, okay, that was not sure what that was. Uh, I think that was like Rolling Stone, but I'm not sure. Um, it was slower. It was about twice as long, and you know, he kind of seems like a crib keeper that's come out and blessed us but uh no i i loved it it was weird and fun and he's an enigma and um yeah it was awesome i would think it sounds like a more organized phone system than what i would have come up with which would just be like yeah you get handed back a phone yes but then it's like just make sure you call your own phone number from that phone to get a hold of the person that has you <laughs> yeah that seems 
It seems yeah. like a way, a way that could be done. The first time I was ever at a show like that was for Hassan Minaj when he did a stand up in Spokane and he was, it was being recorded for Netflix. So he didn't want mm. any like material leaking. And the first thing he said was like, you don't have your phone. Ha! I was just like, what are you going to do? And like everyone was like, Oh my God. I, mean, I feel this sense of anxiety right now. And uh, so it was pretty clever that he used that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was how that was four, four years ago. About a year and a half. Yeah. I can yeah, imagine yeah. Half half you. time is funny. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can imagine it would be fun to just be in a show like that, though. In in general, like very in a show where you know yeah. no one else has their phone. Yeah. I bet. It, I mean, I've never ever been to anything like that, and I, it sounds really nice because it's just unheard of on like most occasions. I think you know. Yeah, I've tried to become better about that because I am someone who like loves you know like filming or recording during a show and being like, ah, like trying to promote, you know, the band or, or the venue and that's all good and well, but it does take away from, yeah, like being kind of present in the, in the moment. Yeah. But I, I think also just the idea that not a single other person there has it is yes. really cool. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. Cause there's, I, I mean, you can just go to a show and be like, Oh, I'm not going to pull my phone out or whatever, right. but you're still going to see people like, texting each other taking videos or whatever i did notice though at the bob dylan show people did get lost they did get separated <laughs> like i could hear them like and after like the beer garden they're like wait where's where's steve where did steve go like i can't text him like yeah i can it's see like it's not a very big venue it's like yeah. it's kind of like rodeo ground there's sort of like one it's kind of like the spokane arena a little yeah. bit there's like a couple places where you could like buy food and drinks, but not a lot of options, but people still managed to get lost and separated. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I thought that was great. It added to the, the mystery of the yeah. show, not being able to find your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Steve didn't want to hang out with them anyway. Yeah. That's probably the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bob, Bob is overrated. Shouldn't have got that Nobel peace prize. What did he do? Why am I here? Did he get a Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You don't. You don't. I don't keep track surprised? of. Oh, yeah. I don't keep track of uh, Nobel. We call them laureates. Is that Nobel laureates? Nobel laureates? Yeah. Well, it's funny because he didn't. Uh, he didn't. He didn't accept it, it in person. Uh, that's right. But then he went on the. This is so funny. He went on that. What's that? Pawn Stars. What's the pawn? Like the pawn reality show. Oh it's yeah, Pawn Stars. Yeah, he was on. Pawn, he went on Pawn Stars <laughs> instead of accepting his uh, Nobel Peace Prize, which is another reason why you're like, I just, I love him. <laughs> it's like so funny. Like someone came up on the street and was like, I have this record of yours and would you sign it? He's like, okay. It's <laughs> like walking around Las Vegas. That was like his downtown? appearance. That was yeah. his appearance on Pawn Stars. Yeah. Just... It's like, here's this record. Would you sign it? And I can pawn it. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, good luck. And it's like, yeah, like right in the same, around the same time he was like sent this letter, like I will not be accepting this hmm. prestigious award that has been bestowed to 
you know, Gandhi and others. That, you know, hey, Bob, hey, Bob, they're gonna, they voted. They're going to give you a Nobel Prize. Oh, when is it? Oh, I'm going to have to cancel my appearance in Ponsters. I'm not showing up to that. Maybe oh, he'll man. come back and he'll sign it. and Maybe a Nobel Peace Prize will be put on Ponsters. Yeah. I don't know. What does the Nobel Peace Prize look like? Is it a plaque? Do we... I yeah I mean I imagine it, it up is, yeah. it a, is it just a piece of paper because that's kind of it's, boring it's boring it's <laughs> kind of like an Oscar or like a yeah I don't know it's like a coin Ooh. a coin yeah that's nice like a big coin like, like a bitcoin it looks just like a bitcoin <laughs> it feels just in like fact, a bitcoin in fact it's where bitcoin started <laughs> it looks like a penny does it have a peace sign on it? It's like a peace size. I'm oh, really stretching here. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, tr a good swing and a miss. Yeah. <laughs> are you just going to look at it and not explain what it is? Hold on. Is I, it, I lost it. Uh, is, it a, is it a cartoonishly large coin? Like when you win the uh, publisher's clearinghouse, they give you a night check. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's just a giant so it's, it's, yeah, it's like a gold coin with uh, Albert Noble's silhouette on it. No. And yeah, looks like a penny, but it's probably not a size of penny. I don't know the size of it. He probably didn't want it because he's worried he would lose it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, I got nowhere to keep it going. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like the, Oh, wow. It's a little, it's a little the, black. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. They must, they must give it to you yeah. in a case. Yeah, yeah it's, it is, okay. but that's what they actually, yeah. Oh, too funny. Cool. We'll just <laughs> we'll just post the Nobel Peace Prize on our Instagram, and then for anyone who hasn't listened to this episode, they'll think that like that we want uh, it, uh, yeah, that we got it or something. Oh, hot lunch! Holy shit! Hot lunch. <laughs> Maybe I should actually listen to the episodes yes, instead of just looking at. The I mean, Instagram. we've made a huge difference. <laughs> I think we've touched tens of people's lives. <laughs> if you do want to look at. The Hot Lunch Instagram. It's at hotlunch.radio. And that's on Instagram, not like one of the fake ones. But I don't know if there's fake ones. Like social media. Like fake accounts fake. for Hot Lunch? No, fake. Oh, no. There's definitely not like, that. <laughs> not, you never know. We're not that big. <laughs> no, like fake Instagram. Oh. Or, uh, fake Instagram. I mean, I know there's like, I know there's uh, alternatives to. <laughs> Like Facebook and all that. Oh, the people have started, but oh, like I don't know. We're on the actual, social stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The real Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Come here for the facts. <laughs> yeah, and to make it an even better selling point, we're on real Instagram, not fake Instagram. Not, just yeah. so knows, we we made the account that they don't charge you money for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome to Hotter Lunch. <laughs> we're not verified. <laughs> We're not verified on Instagram, but we have an account. On, we're not Instagram verified, but we have an Instagram account. We don't even know what the verified means. <laughs> or I don't. Uh, it could hurt your chances <laughs> for getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, well, maybe we should get on that. Yeah, if we're not verified. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think was, to bring it back. Okay, step one, we're going for that Guinness World Record. Yes, the division crawl, <laughs> the real, the real uh, north-south corridor of food eating. I love it. I want to see this happen. Start with a bag of dicks, work your way up. You do, you mm -hmm. do dicks, 
uh, Red Lion, uh, Fast Eddie's. Yeah. Oh, per- we got Boombox Barrachos, mm-hmm. Boombox. Perkins. Perkins. Got you, Perkins. <laughs> yeah. oh, Chipotle, Wendy's. Chipotle. So then, Wendy's. wow. At that point, the question becomes Cordova. do you stick to division or do you go Ruby? Ruby. Ooh. Yeah. You got like, choices. <laughs> wow. well, if you're going up, you got to go Ruby. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> But you're walking. Oh, you're walking. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because oh. you have King of Ramen on Ruby, which would be hard to pass up. But that's yeah. Ramen's also very filling. I got an idea. Like Indigenous Paul, Paul Dillon, will you right yeah. now, Wait. will you pledge right now <laughs> to make Ruby and Division one street <laughs> so that we can so we can do this world record? Just to make it easier, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a great political answer. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'll look into it. <laughs> uh, I'll look into that. Oh, that's all I need. <laughs> oh, all, right, all, right, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, got my vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, just, I'll send you a list of the restaurants I want moved to Division. Also for this for expediency. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just to warm up, we should start on Hamilton, and we could start with Indigenous Eats. Oh, yeah, we should get to that. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. Because Hamilton has a great selection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They do more and actually more and more like almost every day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love love Denardi's. They're amazing. It's the family story, too. I don't know if you all have been there, but the came from Naples and New York and then now Spokane and there's like three generations working there and they're tossing dough and their menu is bonkers. There's have such a wide variety and it's amazing that that's in the same complex as indigenous eats and the Mm -hmm. bun place. And yeah, yeah, we've done, we did tasty bun on the podcast before it's in that, I don't know what they call that little like food mall. I know that John Stockton owns it. Oh, Hmm. Wow, we talked yeah. about John last mm-hmm. uh, two episodes ago. <laughs> He's been on. Well, he donated to one of my opponents. He and his wife maxed oh. out. Yeah, well, John is quite political. Well, here's here's the here's the thing on that is that after we talked about his biography, was it a biography or autobiography? Uh, I think it was an autobiography. Yeah. I don't remember. I found a copy of it in a thrift sh- in a <laughs> vintage shop so oh, nice. yeah. people don't love the book that much john is what i'm saying was it a short story i just told you that opponents might be listening to this so i want to give good material <laughs> oh yeah just give them all the fun. we'll do a whole the whole last segment will just be fodder for people yeah. to, <laughs> to <use. laughs> Um, no, we went we went to Indigenous Eats on Hamilton. Uh, Paul, it's one of your favorite places, you yes. said, in town. I love it. Uh, now one of my new favorites. I, oh, I had great. not been there yet. Um, yeah. For those who aren't, who haven't been here, if, if you're listening, make sure you go get there. Go there today, or as soon as you hear this. But um, it's essentially, uh, they call it Native American Comfort food, I think, is the descriptors mm-hmm. they use. But they, it seems like the staple, the thing to get is the uh, Indian tacos on uh, fry bread. Yeah. And don't think that you're not going to get enough food there because you're going <laughs> to, it's like a plate sized thing of uh, fry bread. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mountain of goodness for yeah. me. Yeah. So I went in there to get a to go for the soup because I got the three sister soup, which is really good. Yeah. 
Um, and they're like, oh, do you want some for your fire bed? I was like, no, I ate it all. They're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You ate it all. That's great. <laughs> like, no one, I guess no one eats it all. But it's so big. Well, all, yeah. th- all three of us ate yeah. all of it. Yeah. What does yeah. that say? It was great. No, we're hungry. <laughs> we were hungry. <laughs> no, it was good stuff. Hungry taste buds. Yep. But do you know the the history of fry bread? No, the, I don't. No. So it's from mm-hmm. the, the tribes from Arizona getting pushed out of Arizona to go to Mexico, New Mexico. And so the government took all their, their um, foods and just mm-hmm. gave them um, wheat, flour, sugar, and something else, lard. That's all you can survive off. They of. just gave them French fries and bread. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but they there's like just that's all you can have. And they kicked them out of their land to go towards New Mexico, so that's all they would eat was fry bed. So they can make oh. it out of the wheat, lard, yeah. sugar, and, and that's all they survived off of for a while. They traveled to New Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Shit. That's Delicious. The history. That's the history <laughs> wow. of fry bread. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was like many moons ago, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was, so what was the time frame of that? Just. I'll look it up. <laughs> oh, I thought you already. I thought you had oh, it. Oh, like, no. It was pulled this up just from knowledge of living in New Mexico. Oh, shit. But okay. um, I'll look up and see where. When. History of. I mean, I could probably guess, given my historical knowledge of, you know, U.S. history. Should we take a guess? No, yeah, let's hear. <laughs> I'm going to guess. Okay, I'm uh, guessing first. If it's, I'm trying to think, so that time, I'm going to go with like 18. Doing prices 50s. right? Ooh. I'm going to say 18. Just, do you have to say an exact year? No, that's fine. Okay, I was going to go a decade, like 1850s. 1879. Wow. Damn. Yeah, I was going to guess 1880s or so. Yeah. yeah 1879. Oh, were you? Oh, I was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but it, they're amazing. And the family that owns it, uh, Jenny Slagle, who's one of our, uh, school board members and Andrew Slagle, they're incredible. And, uh, it also, I mean, it's been in a, a huge success. They're opening, have a location in River Park Square. I mean, yeah, this is opens the 29th, May 29th. Yeah. So less right than a week you can go yeah. get it downtown. But like super, like even I think we were the first customers because it was Sunday morning. Uh, but Sunday morning, if you need a nice like hefty meal, they open at eleven a.m. There's not a lot of places around there you can like get a, like decent, like a great meal uh, for a very decent price. And um, the bison. Is yeah, I had the bison. Oh, yeah. Amazing, yeah. yeah, it's so so good, and yeah, you just can't get that anywhere else. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I believe that if you just want to get no meat, it's just that's just the vegetarian option is you just don't get any meat, right? Is that mm-hmm. what the menu said? Yeah, and like, it's awesome either way. Yeah, three bean options. Yeah, yeah. I you got love, you got your black bean, you got your pinto, chili bean, chili beans. Chili beans. I think. Oof. Have you had the, have you had the, well, I guess, yeah, you weren't there um, (laughs) other other times, but uh, the burger is amazing too. The on fry Mm. bread as the buns. Oh, that's, yeah. I almost went that route. Amazing. Amazing. Oh no. Yeah. It'll be nap time after that. (laughs) 
<laughs> incredible, though. Mwah. That sounds so good. Yeah. Well, when you go there, stop by and get a shirt. They're $25, and it goes towards End the Violence Coalition. Um, the Cowspell Tribe Charitable Fund will be matching any donations made to this. So, yeah, uh, stop on uh, by or check out endtheviolencepokan.org, and you can go and purchase a nice shirt. They're actually really cool shirts. Yeah, and check out Indigenous Eats. Uh, Instagram as well, because mm -hmm. they have a lot of events and they're, um, uh, it looks like they're a part of a lot of, uh, 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 advocacy and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. They do a lot of things at their space, but they're also a part of, um, a lot of other things that go on. So yeah. check out their Instagram, IE Spokane. And they also do some catering. We were the first folks to work with them for catering at, uh, Planned Parenthood and um, again just the portions and the quality is just incredible and will feed a lot of people that um, yeah they're the That's best awesome. get some food for your whole office or yeah. your whole workplace and uh, first Thursdays it's a networking event all native professionals entrepreneurs and business owners gather at indigenous eats and talk business Talk business. Talk business. But not so, like, yeah, good stuff. Not the same way that like Bob Dylan talks business. <laughs> <but> <laughs> like, real, like real business. Uh, I think we're going to take a little break here for hot lunch. We, we got to come back. Paul's got some hot. Uh, hot takes. Hot, hot, takes. <laughs> hot takes for hot lunch. Hot uh, he's introduced us to a, um, we do Yelp Busters, but you've introduced us to something else. Oh, yes. I think we yeah. might share uh, coming up it. here in just a minute. Uh, we'll have some more hot lunch coming right back. Hey, I'm your new favorite, JJ Caballero, and I want to invite you to listen to my new podcast, Mono Stereo Video. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, producer, I'm a writer, I'm a DJ, and if there's one thing I love equally to that, it's film and visual storytelling. Join me every other week as I invite a guest and we talk about their favorite movie soundtracks. Through the course of working on this podcast, I realized, man, I do know quite a bit about movie soundtracks. And I'm super excited to share all of this with you. So tune in every other week to Mono Stereo Video with me, your new favorite, JJ Caballero. Brought to you by TPG Radio. Hey, we're back for more hot lunch. The crowd, man, the crowd just gets stronger throughout the episode. I feel, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, someday they won't be here. Someday they won't show up, but we're happy to have them when they're Why here. Why do you say that? Hmm? Why do you say they won't show I up? I just feel like they won't, they'll get sick of us or that you'll forget to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're likely right there. Uh, this is Hot Lunch. Uh, it's me, Casey, the Taste Buds, Luis and Norman. Hello. And uh, old time buddy, Paul Dillon, is here mm -hmm. hanging out. Old time. Old time yeah. supporter of the show. Yeah. Listener to some episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> voracious. <laughs> voracious. Voracious eater and a voracious listener. That's true. Yeah. 
uh, we were talking about indigenous indigenous eats, one of Paul's favorite spots. I love it. In town, we were trying to go there with him, but I had a there. recent uh, recent dad had a, <laughs> a newborn to take care of. Um, she, as as we got in here, I described her uh, <laughs> sort of a bowel movement that happened, yeah. and it's been an absolute joy. Um, <laughs> 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 I, only with kids you're like oh about me yeah, absolute joy but you, <laughs> kinda, you do get numb to it you know and it's yeah. like it is funny um i you know i always i was never like reckless holding other people's babies but you know you're always kind of scared you're like oh my god oh my god like mm-hmm. and then um in the delivery room i was able to like catch the baby like the midwife was like hey, um i got like a 15 second crash course she was like hey um now's the time where we're gonna switch spots and i was like (laughs) okay and they're like yeah just hold your hands out like you're catching a football (laughs) (laughs) okay and you do and you know like it was was a very slippery baby i didn't have gloves and i was like and i still had like my wristwatch on and i was like oh okay here we go and that was but after that you're like you know i can just hold this baby and cook and you know bounce her around you know juggle no but you do feel more confident but yeah that's that stuff just you know it doesn't really like eke you out at all. It's just kind of like funny, you know, it's like, cause I literally had just finished changing her diaper and I was like in the process of putting another one on and she was like, psych. And it was just like, whoosh, just like babbling brook of pee just going around. I was like, well, this is going to take a little bit. So, um, but yeah, so I appreciate the flexibility. Yeah. I wonder if the, do you think the midwife changes her description of how you should do it? Like, you think she like feels out the dad, like the dad vibes? Like, <laughs> is like if you do you think you came across as, like a sports guy? So she, she's probably like, okay, catch it like yeah, like catch a football. <laughs> where if it was someone else, it'd be like okay. Pretend you're working on the fishing boat and the fish is coming at you or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, uh, like your high place market, just catching one of those fish that they found. Like, no, I, I mean, it is like you just, and I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not good at football. Like, I'm good. I love like tennis. That's what I was And wa- I play tennis with my like police accountability activist but buddies so i'm just like really hard to like sort of categorize um but i know sometimes people think that of me um but it you know it's kind of like this universal just like handout like this and uh it is not like catching a football that's right that's right i guess that was the point of my question i wonder like if somebody's saying telling someone okay just Catch your child like you're going to catch a football. Yeah. That might make people more nervous. Yeah. Should have been like saying, John catch Madden, it. like, boom, like, just like catch the baby like you're going to catch a baby. That seems like, <laughs> yeah. more, like or or like if if the dad was a really good football player, yeah. like catch like you're catching football. They're like, oh, hell yeah. It's on, yeah. It's on the special now for this. It's on the special gloves with the, st- with the yeah. stick them on it. I'm swole. I'm ready. <laughs> Train, train, my, train, train my whole life. Touchdown dance. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it was, yeah, I didn't yell touchdown. I didn't you know, spike the baby or anything. It's just a beautiful, beautiful moment. And huh. uh, it's hard not to get emotional, but yeah, it's just, it's yeah. been amazing. And um, she's uh, two and about two and a half weeks old. And uh, it's just been um, incredible. And it's been also kind of campaigning uh, while. Um, with, with a newborn, I mean, you know, my wife and her mom are just absolutely, uh, incredible. And also, I mean, like knock on wood, but, um, and they say that this is kind of common with bigger babies. I mean, she was 10 pounds when she came out and, um, she sleeps, I mean, she'll sleep in like these kind of long blocks. So sometimes like over five hours, which is like, very rare for a newborn. So I feel yeah. so bad. People are like warning me like, Oh, say goodbye to sleep. <laughs> so long friend. <laughs> and like, you know, you do hear these horse stories. And I feel really fortunate that, you know, we've been able to, I usually take the night shift. So, you know, she likes to party around 1am like her dad used to the <laughs> back in the baby bar days, <laughs> things come full circle. Mm-hmm. And, um, now, she, you know, she'll have like her witching hour moment and then I'll kind of calm her down and, um, usually try and go to sleep around like 3am and then, um, and then my wife will take the morning shift and it's, it's been working out. So, yeah. Shoot. Right on. I don't, I don't think I need to have a kid anytime soon. <laughs> 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 I have noticed that people do, I mean, you know, you are treated very differently, especially as a pedestrian and where I live in like the Perry district, you know, you get cars just like bombing down that hill sometime. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I know we're going to talk about a very fun Yelp review Instagram (laughs) account, but there's another one, um, specific to my neighborhood called parking of South Perry, where it's just (laughs) people parking and like blocking driveways or like parking outside of other businesses. Like they're like all this for an acai bowl. And like, (laughs) you'll see like a Hummer or something with like, you know, the blue lives matter, whatever. And, uh, and just this really like, you know, toxic, like people coming from, um, you know, outside the neighborhood. So, but now, pushing a stroller cars are like, Oh my God, like just slow down and everyone stops. And, um, that's been, that's been really nice. So are you hatching any plans to have like things you could like get away with, like not get away with, but push, see how far you can push people's courtesy when you have a, a baby. Like <laughs> I thought you were like, like a heist. Yeah. I'm going to, concoct a scheme to bring back the village in <laughs> this baby like we weren't going to open yeah. a village in there again but no he has no a baby. i mean uh you know i i love the scoop on the south hill and uh, i love the the owner she's amazing and you know they're they're great supporters it was funny just we um it hasn't been very long but just you know taking our daughter into the scoop people were just like oh 
oh, like clearing a path. And like, oh, what an adorable baby. Like, here's your, like, like, oh, make way for the baby. Like, hold the door open. Like, just like, thank you. Thank you. Two scoops, please. And like, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's got some yeah. of that. Two scoops, please. Can I please have it for free? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And going and walk through Riverfront Park too, you know, people are very cognizant and, and kind of spacing out, you know, um, I'm sure we'll get some, you know, a rollerblader or two that'll, you know, we might have a little uh, derby with. But other than that, it's been really, people have been really kind. A rollerblader, not like a quad skater, but like rollerblader specifically. I mean, I haven't had a specific incident where like I've beefed with a rollerblader in Riverfront Park. I respect Rollerbladers. That's, I want to go on the record saying that. I was going to say that's going to be that's going to be the clip that people. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's well, clip Paul Dillon. I mean, it's rollerbladers. Paul Dillon has beef with rollerbladers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like Centennial Trail. It gets busy. There's a lot of people out there. Yeah. 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 So when you have a baby. It's like a party in the Red Sea. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> so. uh, we do a little segment on here on the show, Paul, called uh, Yelp Busters, where we read Yelp reviews of the places we went. And then we try to dissect them to uh, decide if it's really the rest, if it's really the food in the restaurant or just the person writing it that's the problem. Mm. So we were hoping that you would participate in that. I'm all, I with love us. it. Cool. Uh, do we have, do, should we do the indigenous eats one first? Yeah, well, can then... I make the sound? Does it go like yeah. this? I was going <laughs> <laughs> All right, two new. What? Two new sound when, effects. Wait, when, do we do some stuff? I uh, brought an extra microphone so I can make a yelp buster sound. <laughs> what do you guys think? Do you like it? Well, uh, um, no, you don't like it. I think it makes it sound so cool. <laughs> I, it's more, I didn't understand it. what was going <laughs> on. That guy threw me One more time. But yeah, do, it. No, do, it, do it with the other. Yeah, that's great. I love it. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> okay. All right. You got a review of Indigenous Eats? You know I do. We got a four star from Philip W. I don't even know the words to express how amazing this place is. My one and only complaint is the choice of music. I understand that it's supposed to be indigenous people and whatnot, and I'm sure it's supposed to add to the experience, but the music is so loud and screaming in my ears, I almost couldn't finish my meal there. Aside from that, no complaints. The fry bread was some of the best I've ever had, and my mom was Indian belong to a tribe, etc. I miss her making the fry bread as she's been dead for a few years now. And prior, she had COPD so bad she couldn't really make dinners for years prior to her death. Overall, good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really, was it Phil? Is that the name? Phil. Phil really takes you down a notch then brings you back up. I know, yeah. Like, it's kind of an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does, yeah, and also just the complexity with, I mean, it got really personal. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, I feel like I learned a lot about Phil, 
and the the music is awesome in indigenous eats and i i love yeah. i love the you know traditional um uh, music and i think that uh you know it's it's kind of a it's very yelp tends to be very nitpicky um <laughs> yeah yeah, that's I, I, I love, the least. Yeah, I, I, I will say if he's complaining about the volume, it was not loud when we went. Right? No, not no. at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, I wouldn't say it was screaming in my ears. It was actually like the volume when we were there was... It seemed a little quiet. It was low enough where you had to go, oh, like you had to listen to it to be like, oh, yeah, this is like traditional... <laughs> music that they're playing it's not yeah. like it's in the background so i don't know if they were there on a different <laughs> different volume level day or something but the <laughs> i feel like the, the yelp police are coming you hear that out yeah. there? The yeah yeah they know yelp yeah. busters yeah they've got our location the other thing about phil's post is a uh, phil says my what what's the part that's like my mom passed away a few years ago, etc. Uh, the fry could, bread was some of the best I've ever had. My mom was Indian, belonged to a tribe, etc. Oh, okay. I thought that. I feel like Phil explained the etc. That <laughs> instead of just leaving it at etc. But <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> I had something funny in my mind before the sirens were going off. So. Uh, Paul shared with us a special <laughs> Instagram page. Sure. That would be of interest to some of our listeners, I think, since Guilt Busters is such a huge hit. Yeah. I feel like this is really uh, complimentary to <laughs> Yelp Busters. Uh, this is a friend who shall remain uh, nameless. They have an Instagram account. It's called justifiably underscored pissed <laughs> and it really is sort of a greatest hits of a lot of one star yelp reviews and a lot of it uh is focused around bellingham he does come to uh, he's he has a i think he has a couple in spokane um but i'll just read one that ju i just kind of randomly pulled up uh, one in this uh really i, I think the Reviews themselves they collect are great, but also the captions are just are that little special sauce. So one star that's from Naomi C. I'm so disappointed to even have to write this review. Seriously, who doesn't love McDonald's? We ordered 40 McNuggets, 40, which required six sauce choices, and we received no sauce. <laughs> How evil. Like deliberately evil to give someone nuggets with zero socks. And then the caption. Choke those bad boys down, BBs. They're sauce in Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, one more. A lot of these are chains, you know, so you yes. get some local spots. But, um, okay. Oh, God. Did it's like it's like a subway. It smells great at the door, but regretting every bite. <laughs> Staff are a negative. Others have said making people wait for a slice to go must be required. Must be a requisite pastime for employment. The pizza itself is all hype, no substance. Only got to see why people wanted it. It was a step above any chain pizza shop 
and overpriced. Skip it and move on. And I just love the description of Subway. <laughs> like, it smells so good before you get in. <laughs> but then you get in. Regretting every bite is what they said. Yeah, do they have like, does Subway just put like sandwich candles outside of there? Like, <laughs> what, do they, what do they do? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Too tricks fun. Me, tricks me every time. They're though. not cooking anything in there. <laughs> yeah. Recommend this account and uh, parking of South Perry for a little more local flavor and uh, getting into our sort of re- resident curmudgeon <laughs> sweet yeah i definitely just gave them a follow yeah. yes they got my follow yeah yeah <laughs> just uh and you know all especially like on market days um or often people will just like park like right in my driveway you know <laughs> just like why is this obvious <laughs> this is a driveway here like am i do i have to buy cones now like why i don't want to i really don't <laughs> But sometimes you got to go places. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can't. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like living in Brown's edition back in the day when Elk Fest would happen. It's like oh, you just kind of plan not to go anywhere. I lived for- right by the roundabout, and so I remember my friends and I moving a bathtub uh, out. <laughs> we just it needed to go. It was like a claw foot, and we moved out of the basement. And we temporarily just had it in the front yard and this during Elk Fest. And <laughs> it's like, you know, the Sunday of Elk Fest, you can remember, it's like been three days of just like people in the sun and, you know, people in beer gardens and bands. And, you know, by the end, people are starting to kind of like fade. And it was the Monday after Elk Fest and someone just did not want the good times to end. And I look in the bathtub and I just see two feet sticking out of it (laughs) and a elk fester just decided to spend the night in the bathtub. (laughs) Nice. And uh, I'll always remember that. It's a special, special time in Spokane. And that was Monday morning after. Yeah, Monday morning. I did love the uh, April Fools this year. Yeah, it got me put together. They're like, elk fest is back and bigger and louder than ever. (laughs) It was not meant yeah, to be. They got me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for being on Hot Lunch, Paul. No, this is great. Uh, I want to come back. You can always I, welcome. I think we always say there's an open invitation for people that have been on to come back, but no one's ever taken us up on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just get in touch with us. You can come on anytime. Yeah, or call you. in when next time you're going to a Bob Dylan concert. Yeah. I'll check my schedule. Or, or if you're anytime you're just driving to Kennewick, maybe that should be the <laughs> Yeah. Just the theme. Call in from Ritzville, let you know what I'm eating. I'm stopping by. There's only three places that you would have like if you're eating in Ritzville. There's zip there's zips. The zips there is good. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that zips. That is one of my favorite zips. Yeah. It's it's high on my list also. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything you want to throw out there for people? Just like a last. Oh, yeah. The bit? city council thing. Yeah. I'm running for Spokane <laughs> City Council <laughs> District 2. Uh, I'm running because I really want to put people over politics. I do believe that uh, our city has been heading in the wrong direction. I have a long history of working in advocacy in Spokane and city and state government and overseeing advocacy at 
Planned Parenthood for almost a decade and really excited about what we can do, especially around uh, housing. And I think we really need to change the conversation on public safety and, and homelessness. And I really do fundamentally believe in progress and want to move Spokane forward. And ballots will arrive in mid-July and it's going to be a crowded primary. There's about four people in my race. So if you live south of I-90, you're in the district, um, part of the West Hills neighborhood, and then sort of south of East Sprague in the East Central neighborhood. That's the district. And you can go to www.votepauldillon.com. Uh, to learn more and uh, know, sadly, Bob Dylan and I are not related. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll say you have, a, you Wait, have an Instagram for your I do. Uh, yes. uh, campaign, right? Vote Paul Dylan. It's on Instagram. I've got Facebook. And I also have Twitter. Do you have any events? Because uh, this will be out yeah, we'll be marching so. in the Pride Parade. Um, so we're sponsoring the, uh, gosh, yeah, it's, uh, 30th Pride, just over 30 years. And mm. I'm really excited. Uh, that'll be June 10th. And folks will gather for the parade at about 1130 on Spokane Falls Boulevard. And then we'll be um, at the kind of festival uh, the Rainbow Festival, which is really fun. So you can come march with the campaign and the team. Excited to um, support that really, really important event. And then uh, we'll also be out on Juneteenth. Um, that is going to be, I'm not sure the location yet, but that'll be on June 19th. And then Summer Parkways, and that'll be June 21st. For those who don't know, Summer Parkways is an awesome event. It's based on this concept called Seclovia that started in uh, Bogota, where they basically shut down the streets um, for just bicycles, pedestrians, uh, all users, except non-motorized. Um, and it's this loop that goes kind of from Comstock through Manito, um, kind of circling 29th Avenue. And we'll be out there um, kind of tabling and um, talking to folks. And that'll be a, a really, really fun event that I encourage people to attend. Cool. Sweet. Make yeah. sure you get your ballot on, and register to vote if you haven't already. Yes. Then you can get your ballot. Yes. Please register to vote. Yeah. The typical turnout in primary elections in a non like midterm or presidential year is very low. Like it can hover around like 30%. And so, uh, you know, we have uh, a lot of folks who are registered that will be skipping. Um, happy to talk more about why this election matters. I, you know, really do believe that Spokane is kind of on this precipice. Um, I'm certainly <laughs> been very critical <laughs> of our mayor um, and already, um, in my race alone, my kind of main opponent has twice as much money as me, but half as many donors because there's just so many, I think, wealthy interests that are coming in and trying to buy elections in Spokane. They did that in the last mayor's race. They're doing that again. And it's really unfortunate. And so it does take grassroots support uh, to get out there. And that's who I am. And I'm running a people power campaign. And 
I'm excited to win. Hell yeah. And, yeah. and you're going to support our, our um, eating our way up division. Or <laughs> eating division. Whatever. Eating, eating division. division. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the, op- what's the opposite of eat, pray, love? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we keep the eats. But yeah, <laughs> eat hope. What was it? <laughs> eat nap hope. Eat, nap. Yeah. What was it? I'll look into that. Eat, we'll just call it eat nap eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll look into that. <laughs> That'd be a good drop. Like someone says something. I'll look into that. I'll look into that. Uh, well, thanks for being on. Also, uh, listeners, go check out. Go to Indigenous Eats. You're not going to be disappointed, and find their Instagram. I e Spokane. I think is is what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have a lot of events and the new spot is opening downtown at River Park Square uh, in the coming week, 20 weeks. So it'll be much easier to get uh, uh, fry bread. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to dream about it as much. <laughs> what a hell of an episode. You guys ready to wrap it up? I, yeah. <laughs> this was so much fun. I love this. I didn't cool. want it to end. I feel like we could oh. just... Talk, talk our way up division. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Let's do a part two. Let's do yeah. We'll have you on uh, next season. This is, uh, I think this is going to be the last, is it? Yeah, this Did is the season that? finale season for finale. season eight. Yeah. Going out with a bang with <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Episode 90. Yeah. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for always listening. Come see, you know, come see me at Nito Burrito. Thursday nights, Frigify Yourself. Open mic comedy at 10 p.m. Uh we will figure out some way. Indigenous, indigenous Eats, uh, we've got a gift card available. We're going to figure out some way to give that away to a listener or someone. So keep a, keep in touch on Hot Lunch Radio. Yeah. Hot Lunch Radio on Instagram. Anybody else got plugs? Anything you want to? Anything you want to say, Norm? <laughs> Where do babies come from? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we got Paul here to explain that after. <laughs> It'll be practice for however many years from now. You'll have, to have that conversation. <laughs> to be continued in season two. Yeah. Where do babies come from? What a cliffhanger to leave, the, <laughs> to leave the listeners on. All right. This has been Hot Lunch. Thanks for listening. <laughs>